Hi, everybody. My name is John Aslan, and I am the host of a podcast called This Week in APA. It is a podcast uh, that is uh, dedicated to the APA game company, uh, the games of the game company, and the people who play them. Um, this podcast began back in, I believe it was November of 2017. It was the brainchild of game president John Herson. Uh, who had been thinking about doing some type of a podcast uh, for a while and a chance meeting then between he, Ken Craft, and myself at the Alpharetta Game Company uh, brought it more to the forefront. He knew that I had some background in broadcasting and thought that maybe I might be the guy for the project. Well, uh, to my honor and uh, uh, to my delight, uh, we did get this together and our first podcast was back in November of 2017, and we began it with Ken Craft and I playing a pre-play of the 2017 World Series. Well, now we are at episode number 100, and uh, we were trying to decide what would be an appropriate uh, topic for episode 100, and it was as it was getting close to the 2021 APA convention, a convention that was uh, postponed a year due to COVID-19, we thought, hey, why not make episode 100 uh, a huge one and have it based on the APA convention? And as it turned out, I was able to get a whole lot of content from the convention, and we will probably have to break up uh, the the um, uh, the information and the interviews from that podcast into more than one particular podcast. But the 100th official episode uh, is going to feature a question and answer period between uh, Greg Wells, who is the uh, convention moderator, if you will, uh, over the weekend, uh, and the great Skeet Carr, the Hall of Famer who began his APA career as an employee back in 1964. Uh, and, and the question and answer period is enlightening, it's entertaining, and uh, I hope you uh, will enjoy it. I'm, I'm sure you will. And then the rest of the convention uh, will break down into different segments. We'll have a Hall of Fame segment. We'll have just a, uh, a random interview uh, segment. We got a segment about the uh, tournaments, uh, especially the baseball tournament. We have a, a really good interview with Brian Wells, uh, who has been the longest tenured uh, convention uh, uh, attendee over the years, believe it or not, and uh, just a whole lot of things that, uh, number one, I think you're all going to enjoy, and, and number two, the things that I'm pretty proud that we were able uh, to get together. So first of all, welcome to the podcast. If you've never heard us before, maybe this will spurn you on to go to past podcasts and future podcasts. For those who have been around since the beginning, Thank you for supporting it. Uh, hope you are enjoying it. If you have any feedback, you know where to find me. We've gone over that time and time again. So uh, we will uh, take a pause here. And when we come back, we will begin the Odyssey, which is beginning with episode number 100 of This Week in APA and this year's 2021 APA convention. Fred, how are you? It's Greg Wells. Hi, Greg. How are 
I'm good, thanks. So I'm here. You are addressing the entire group. Can you guys hear? Yeah. Everybody can hear you. I'm sitting in the front with uh, Ski Gar, who is miserably unhappy. Good job. Hi, Fritz. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. We appreciate it very much. It's really made a very special evening. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks, Fritz. Appreciate it. Take Thanks, care. Again. Good luck with your project. Oh, you're not done. <laughs> <laughs> you might done. Oh, maybe we'll yeah, stuff too. Apparently, we're gonna have to bring her up here and get some details. <laughs> we get at least get these people. They're gonna keep doing shirts. nine a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve would like you to take your shirts off. These silly shirts. Oh, you have something on underneath. <laughs> these silly shirts <laughs> were designed by the world's greatest sports logo designer. Todd Radom. Todd Radom. Wow. So. Wow. Keep them on them. <laughs> besides, besides that, if we take our shirts off, we have to worry about the public eyesore statutes. So. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't understand why John thinks that he has to comment. <laughs> <laughs> because it's John. Because it's John. It's so, Skeet, uh, why don't we start here? Um, did you play Appa before you went to work for the company? Yes. <laughs> you have a story about that. No. I was in eighth grade, and a friend of mine in school had the game and said, you'd like this game. So he brought it over, and we played it. And my mom and dad at that time were used to us being like normal kids. We play a game for two weeks, sit at Michelle's when we never play it again. So me and my brother copied every playing board and every card and played it for the rest of the year so we could get it for Christmas. Wow. Oh. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, my brother didn't play it much after that, though. Really? Right. Hey, so what was your first card set? 57. 57. Wow. That's a good year. That's a good year. So you went to war for the game company seven years later. In 64, yeah. according, to the, according to the personnel records that nobody seems to have, but everybody <laughs> believes. I'll go on with that. What was it like when you started with the game company? What was, was there just, there was just two games at that point, right? Baseball, football? Yes. No. Yeah. No, no golf. golf, I think golf came out while I was there. 62 was supposedly. You don't mind. I yield, I yield to John. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we will do t-shirts that have John on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he could be right. Uh, he usually is. We don't want to admit that he's right, though, right? At the end of the day. He had to do a whole So, thing. when you started the company, what did you do? Uh, well, next to nothing. <laughs> I put games to a week. It was me and another guy. And uh, I got, my tr got myself in trouble with the other guy because I told him I was making $1.35 an hour, and he was only making $1.25. An <laughs> Minimum wage was $1.25. So I was way above. <laughs> so you said that right out of the shoot, they gave you a dime more. That's yes, pretty good. I really appreciated that. Yeah. I went out and bought a new car. <laughs> <laughs> so you put the games together? And yeah, and, and wrapped them and put postage on them and got them and sent them out. And then uh, in the fall, we got real busy because we put the new card notices together. Right. Because back then, of course, there was no internet, there were no PCs, uh, there were no laptops. And so the mailing went out to everybody. I got a lineup sheet, the order blank, and everything like that. And then we had to put them in envelopes. And what was it like to work for a younger fixed site? We were talking about that briefly tonight. I never had a problem with fixed sites. We had employees over the years who did, 
because they didn't do what they were told. <laughs> and uh, I, the one time there was a guy who was hired above me. I didn't appreciate that. And uh, fortunately, not holding a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> Dick came out one day and asked me about something, and I told him. <coughs> and he goes back in his office. This guy says, "You're amazing. You know just what to say to him to satisfy him." I said, "It's simple. You do what you're told, and then you tell the truth. <laughs> and if he told you to do something, and you, and it's wrong, it's his fault because he told you to do it that way. It's not a real tough thing to that's figure right. out. Yeah. But that's you know do, and you know I, I don't think it's unreasonable to do what your employer wants you to do, unless he tells you." Which is why he's been working for your head against the wall 10 times, I wouldn't do that. But that's why he's been working for the same employer for 47 years, because you would 57 years, because you're willing to do what he tells you to do. That's nice. Well, it was different. It wasn't him for all those years. Well, that's true, but he was uh, obviously the best owner ever in the history. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about sort of the evolution of the company, because you've seen it all, and I'm sure participated in a lot of it. What did you think? So there was three games that you joined. So horse racing was next, or basketball, one of the two, and then, and then the other one followed. Did you were you involved in playtesting those games? Did you offer opinions about them, or did you stay out of that? <laughs> well, the basketball game. I'm not going to take the blame for this, but he, Dick, had like the prototype. It was not. It was like right. written on paper. Right. Says here, take this home tonight and play it. And I took it home, and it took me about two hours to play half a quarter. <laughs> and I went in the next day, and I said, well, it plays a little slow. He said, well, yeah, but once you get used to it, it'll flow. Well, it never flowed. <laughs> it flowed into the waste it game <laughs> a couple of years. That's, that's a tough game to do. I, I guess yeah, that's, that's why you, you can't really get one, because there isn't a good one out there, or at least. There's a rumor that there's one good one. Fast break. Fast break. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, fast break is done yeah. well. Well, but it's not out there anymore. It's oh, not available anymore. anymore. That's accurate. Yeah. yeah, that is correct. How about horse racing? Are you involved in that at all? No. I liked it, though. Yeah? What's your favorite up again? Baseball. Yeah. Basic or master? Dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be great. Yeah, I get that time to kill them. Uh, basic. I play the basic. I the master that. game was that was interesting though, but I just don't have that much patience. And when they when, and this was a question I probably would ask Fritz, but he's not here, so I'll ask you if you remember when they when they decided <coughs> to change the football game from the old game to the new game. Did you think that was a good idea? The only thing that wasn't good about it was they should have done it like baseball, a basic game and a master game. But instead, they just got rid of the simple football game right. for this master game, which was a great game. Because Howard Allscott once told me that it's the, the, the greatest game he ever played, sports or otherwise. Yes. I don't know if I go that far, but uh, it was, it just took too long. It, it, and plus, you couldn't play it alone. That's the, that was the, at the time. I think there's some things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah race. In the time you've been with the company, what are you most proud of? I've told this story before. I told it to John when he had me on his podcast. 
because you always hear about Apple had no customer relations were a little bit down. But back then, there were no phone orders because there were no credit cards. Right. So you had to send in a check for your game, and then it would be mailed once we get the check. It's about a week before Christmas one year, a lady from the Pittsburgh area called and said she wants to get a baseball game for Christmas. I said, well, you have to send your check in, and then we'll send it out. That was only five days. This is all my son wants. Now, if I was smart like Brian, I'd have said, well, it's your stupid fault for weakness. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, I, I thought about it, and I thought, well, I'll tell you what. I'll pay for your game, and you send me the check. So she thought, okay, I can do that. So I gave her my home address. She sends me the check. I paid for the game sent it to her, and I, her, her son got it for Christmas, because after Christmas, she sends the company a letter thanking me. Uh, uh, uh. And what was the company mail? I'm just curious. Dick Sites opened all the mail. <laughs> so he came storming out and went, what's this? But as soon as he realized he got the money for the game, he was fine. <laughs> That's the greatest customer service story. <laughs> I'd like to think that guy still plays around. Don't, don't, don't you know? remember the name. Yeah, uh, too bad. I think it was Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're racing the back of the room for some reason? Beer. Oh, the beer is back there. I forgot where the beer was. You still playing in the league in Lancaster? Yes. How's your team? Uh, I'm over 500. Plus, yeah. I'm also playing Burlstein. Oh, you are? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, especially, it's not nice because his team is better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I can draft better for him than me. Tell us a Burl story. You got a good Burl story? <laughs> 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 Who was I talking to? Somebody was talking to today. You apparently told all your stories before we got into here today. No, it was. Uh, Waited on all the customers. His man, you're talking about. Uh, I said, What's that? No, I don't think we did. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, because it made sense. <laughs> but yeah, he, he waited on all the customers and he remembered everybody. He did. When they walked in, he knew their name. A lot of times he knew where they had worked. And I, you know, I didn't know those people. But, uh, those people. <laughs> oh, it was right. It was right. Yeah, Roy told that story. Uh, no, I wasn't right. <laughs> anyway, For a uh, second, Roy thought, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, somebody, you know, he would be talking to somebody about their league or his league, telling about his team. And meanwhile, we're trying to get stuff out, and he's standing out there for 45 minutes talking to a customer. And uh, this person said that I yelled out to him and said, Burrow, we got work to do. I don't, don't think that's that was me. Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Okay. It was and the first time I ever visited when you were in the, well, it was the first time I visited when you were in the, what was the address? The Miller's old Millersville Road. Or, or East Canada. Yeah, he was road, talking man. to me about 40 minutes and, and you had a lot of stuff. You said, hey, Burrow, are you going to market all day? <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like it might have been you, but... Burrow was a nice guy, though. He really was. I Absolutely. mean, he, 
he, he came from, a, you know, he lived with his mother. His dad, I think, died when he was four, was hit by a car. And uh, they really, they weren't very well off. And of course, he wasn't getting rich at Appa either. And, wasn't uh, making more than dollar thirty-five. I don't think so. That, that's an interesting story. At least I think so. <laughs> at least I think so. So everybody clap when I'm done. <laughs> but I was uh, after I graduated from high school. My best friend, no, no, two years later, I, I just started at Appa in '64, and. Uh, I ran into my dad's cousin at a high school football game because my friend went away to Albright to college, so I was out there all by myself. That's sad. Albright for the record, really like 25 sad. minutes away. That's before he met me. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was probably in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you met her? Third grade? <laughs> 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 I met you down on the path. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the playground. So. But anyway, this guy was an electrician, and he said, what are you doing? I told him I was working at a game company. So he says, you want me to put your name in for an apprentice? I said, yeah, go ahead. So he said, they'll call you when there's an opening. So they called me, I don't know, maybe a year later, and said, you know, I could become an apprentice electrician. Well, at the time, it was they had just lost a guy, so it was just me and Bob Fraser and Dick, and I couldn't just walk out and leave them that short. So I said, no, nah, I don't think I'm interested. So I went, it was a Saturday. I went into work that Monday, and they said Burl was hired. I, I just wonder if, if, if Burl was hired before, if I would have taken that. And then I wouldn't even be here tonight. I'd be somewhere. Oh, thank God you didn't. Let's start with that. Everybody. Oh, yeah, I saw it. It was a good start. When uh, John bought the company, did you think that's it? This thing is not going to last another five years? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Tell him, tell him the story of the phone call you called me when I moved it to Alpharetta and what you told me why you were staying with the company. Yeah, tell that story. Why don't you tell that story? <laughs> well, no, it's better if you tell. I don't remember it. Oh, you don't remember it? So I called Burl. Burl was working. Uh, Burl. So I call Skate and I go, I like, are you willing to stay on? You're already working part-time doing basically card prep. And he said, yes, I'd be glad to. He goes, because I want to make sure that you keep the culture and spirit of this company alive and not go off on some tangent. <laughs> like, like, That's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't realize I was Are that. you sure you were that smart? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when we put the Mount Rushmore of Alpha, the first person up there is Ski Carr. Well, I heard Stone Mountain has an opening. <laughs> <laughs> So, you gotta be off of the Mason Dixon line. You've been married to your lovely wife for 50 years, and we understand you. When he says to you, I work for the Apple Game Company, did you think, ah, oh, man of my dreams? <laughs> no, I just said a working man. A working man. <laughs> That's exactly Here's what he does he makes money. Yeah, at that time, he drove a red cougar. Ooh. Ooh. Is that the new time you bought with your dollar and 
Now this is a little bit late. Skeeter, do you use I was probably making about two and a half at that time. All right. First of all, I know you hate this. I'm getting to like it, actually. He's going to be the MC. Well, then I'll ask another question. When... The game, when the computer age was born, is it true that Dick thought it was a passing phase, that this was not going to affect the game company at all? Is that? That could be. That was more of a Fritz thing. Really? Fritz was pushing the computer game. Oh, yeah. Fritz wanted to do the computer game. Yeah. 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 How much, when did, when did you start to think, boy, this, because Fritz, I think Fritz, by the way, a little underrated as an owner of the company. He's yes. got a lot of great ideas, a lot of great games. He did the Master Football game, which is excellent. Yeah. He always said that he didn't regret selling the game. He just regretted who he sold it to. When that wasn't John, by the way. No, he sold it to <laughs> And yeah, MMI was, that was a little fakakta, for lack of a better way to put it, so. They loved to buy companies up. Right. And that's why we filed bankruptcy. Of all the Twice. companies they had, Apple was the only one making money. But there was like three or four other small companies that were losing money on a regular basis, and right. we were making money, but we couldn't carry the whole load. <laughs> I understand that, right. Look at something wow. about that building. Tell me the Talk about the building. <laughs> that building. Yeah, the, the, the late, well, this carpet company bought it first and let us rent part of it, but then they got rid of it, and, and it was empty for a while, and there was a place called the Income Store, and they sent John an email and asking if anybody who lived locally was still there, who worked for the company. And he sent me the email, said, are you interested in getting in touch with these people? So I called him. So I talked to this woman, and, uh, and she said, are you local? She, I said, yeah. She says, oh, that's great. Would you be willing to come out for our grand opening? I'll call the HR guy, and he'll get, we'll get back to you. Never heard from him again. <laughs> but they were in the news about a year ago. They were, uh, it was a scam. It pyramid. was, it was like a, what it was, pyramid, pyramid scam. Pyramid scam. Saw, yeah. And uh, so the building's empty again. The building is empty. I can confirm it's empty again. Skate, is it true? Rinaldi told me that the living area on the third floor, Seitz's living area, was haunted. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true he told me that? <laughs> well, that, I don't know. But, uh, so everybody fun. knows, though. So everybody might not know if you didn't go to this the, the infamous building. It's on the cover of the Master Game Box right. at uh, 1001 Millersville Pike, right? Millersville Road. Millersville Road. There is a Millersville Pike. That's why it's Park. important. I know. <laughs> I know, because the first time I tried to find it, I got lost because I was on a Millersville Pike. Um, <laughs> Well, tell them, t talk about the building for a second, because it really was sort of a monument to Dick Sight's empire at that point, right? Well, the, the, the top floor we never used, well, we used for storage, but nobody ever worked up there. But there was a bar. But there was floor. a bar, uh, a bedroom, a kitchen. Uh, I think he just, I guess he used the bedroom. There for a while, his wife was very ill, had a brain tumor. And she was not nearly the woman she used to be. She was a, just the most friendly and nicest woman you'd ever meet. Really? And this brain tumor just turned her completely around. So I think he just 
slept up there every now and then just to get out of the house. But right. he designed that building. Yeah. He designed the bread. He designed yes. the original building too on Eastman Avenue. And he designed the Apple building. I feel like she remembers more about this than you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think sometimes that Mr. Seitz doesn't get a lot of credit for the great intelligence and foresight he had. I think that's spot on. But we that's did good. have some, but the, the top floor is where we took some deliveries in. And the, where the truck had to go was pretty steep. So I think he missed his, his, his uh, dimensions were a little different. Right. I remember one time a trucker came up and said, whoever designed this building should design one more and then quit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we moved out of it. Right, right, oh, that's right, you helped them. We, we pushed this, this is true. This is the strength of Burl Lincoln. There's like four of us, Brian and me and Skeet and Mark Rinaldi. And we pushed this desk up and it hits the peak and then the truck is going this way and the desk went right down. And the only person on the other side was Burl. And it was like a big desk. And Burl, God bless him, caught it. <laughs> like, they didn't even knock him over. Boom. And Brian and I were like, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when, when they moved down here, for some reason, Burl, Mark Rinaldi, and a guy named John Sellers, who was our tech guy, they rented a truck and brought everything down here. But I didn't have to. And John, I never thanked you for that. <laughs> because they had a tough time. That truck was like 700 pounds overweight. It was a rider truck. We, this is true. We actually had dinner the night that they were getting the truck going. I was sitting next to Ski and he kept saying to me, I'm so glad I don't have to go. <laughs> so, I won't drag this out. You've been wonderful. Is there anything you'd like to say to the uh, the fans of Ski Car that are in the room? You mean other than take those shirts off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean other than that. Well, no, it's, this is a weekend I look forward to uh, all year. I could say it's my the one I look forward to the most, but we take a family vacation to the beach, so I shouldn't <coughs> say that. Honey, it's just different. That's all right. Yeah. There you go. Okay, then yeah, it is the one. No, <laughs> 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 but you know, it's just John. One, like John's famous quote: "The Apple Convention is like a family reunion, except you like everybody." <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and John only says that. There's nobody in this room that <laughs> I know. One day. To everybody. To everybody. The people that that's know. There's nobody in this room that I genuinely do not like. You, you want to look closer? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't get a microphone. Sit there quiet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, keep going. I will. I uh, thank you. John. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Uh, let me introduce uh, for some final comments the uh, president, chairman of the board, the obligation. And we are back for the 
final segment of the 100th episode of This Week in APA. I'm your host, John Aslan. thought it was very appropriate to have the interview with uh, Skeet Carr, with the moderator being another Hall of Famer, Greg Wells. And uh, I, I thought a couple of things really jumped out uh, from that uh, Q&A was, number one, the phone call that opened up uh, the Q&A session. And if you weren't sure, but right at the beginning, that was Fritz Light, who uh, ran the Apple Game Company for some years. And uh, he was not able to make it to this year's convention, but he was uh, uh, able to call in and uh, talk to Skeet uh, and uh, let uh, the audience know and everybody know uh, uh, about Skeet's early days uh, with the company and I uh, thought that was a, a very nice touch uh, right at the beginning of that. And then also, I think Skeet's remembrances of uh, uh, the original owner, Dick Seitz, and of course, the great Vero Lincoln, who ran the counter uh, at the Apple Game Company when folks came in to pick up their cards. Uh, a lot of great stories. Uh, way too little time uh, to tell all the Vero Lincoln stories, but uh, I think Skeet did a nice job of touching on uh, both the lives of Vero and Dick. So uh, that'll wrap it up. That is our 100th episode of This Week in Apple, and I'm hoping we can do at least 100 more. But uh, uh, in the meantime, we're going to have more content from the Apple Convention 2021. Uh, we have, uh, we're going to have a uh, special Hall of Fame segment. We uh, are going to have uh, a segment of just little snippets from a lot of the folks that were there. We're talking about the Home Run Derby, the uh, APA Baseball Tournament, uh, uh, just a lot of things going on. I haven't decided what order I'm going to put it in yet, so I cannot preview what the next episode will be, but stay tuned, and uh, we should be able to get that out uh, next week. So I uh, want to thank everybody for supporting This Week in Apple. I'll say it again. Uh, your listenership and your feedback uh, is essential in keeping this thing going, and uh, we will try to keep it going as long as we possibly can. So until next time, this is John Aslan saying so long, and once again, thanks for listening to This Week in APA. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan. Glad that you could be aboard for the first of our second 100 episodes. That's right. We just finished our 100th episode. Hope you enjoyed that. That was the Q&A between Hall of Famers Greg Wells and the great Skeet Carr. And uh, that uh, was our 100th episode of this particular podcast. And now... We go to episode 101. It's actually kind of episode 100B uh, because all of uh, the this and the next one or two are going to be based on the uh, 2021 APA convention, uh, which happened in late August. So uh, uh, it, it all has a theme, but officially and uh, uh, I guess uh, numerically, this will be episode number 101 and this is going to uh, involve the 
guys and gals who were elected to this year's Hall of Fame. Actually, it was two years worth of Hall of Fame inductions because uh, we did not have uh, a convention in 2020. So it kind of combined the 2020 Hall of Famers with the 2021ers. But nonetheless, uh, we will have uh, interviews, uh, some longer, some shorter, uh, for this particular episode of This Week in APA. So uh, stick around. Uh, our first Hall of Fame interview will be with Steve Ryan, but not only Steve, who was inducted to the APA Hall of Fame, but also his wife, Chastity, uh, is along uh, for the interview because uh, uh, he says that she is a big part of his uh, APA uh, world and part of the APA community as well. And also, uh, she has an interesting story how she has battled COVID over the last year. So uh, the first uh, segment of our 101st episode of This Week in APA is an interview with new Hall of Famer Steve Ryan and his wife, Chastity. Stick around. You're listening to This Week in APA. <laughs> 